Hey, everybody, welcome to the Be Healed podcast, where we are dedicated to helping you get healed. It's all about learning what God has promised in his word. And you can expect from this podcast to hear interviews and testimonies and teachings to build your faith for your healing. And I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and I'm president and founder of Every House. And the Be Healed podcast is a ministry of Every House, who is a missional network doing the work of the Great Commission. Last episode, we were discussing the idea of the power of worship and healing. And Rebecca Tikualu is with us again to continue that conversation. And she is somebody who is moving in signs and wonders. And she's a director of Wellsprings Creative, and that's the creative worship ministry of every house in Abundant Grace uh, Christian Church. And when she worships, we have literally seen people healed uh, right in their seats. And she will lead worship in conferences and in, in different forms. And we just consistently see the Lord use her to establish his presence. And in the last episode, we spoke about this idea that God is less concerned about the genre of music and is more concerned about the condition of our heart in worship, that the Father's really looking for worship in spirit and in truth. We also discussed the idea that worship brings the presence of God. It, it commands and, and, and causes darkness to flee. And we ended up with this idea that we should all be living these lifestyles of worship, of, of praise and singing uh, psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, even to one another. And so we're going to continue this, this teaching because I knew there was more that Becca had to share because I believe that today you can be healed. I want to declare to you that cancer, tumors dry up, Blood disorders disappear. Depression and hopelessness fade away in the presence of Almighty God. And cultivating a lifestyle of worship is going to bless you in ways you may never even imagine, including releasing the healing power of God. Well, Becca, great to have you back today. It's always an honor to serve Jesus with you. We've been together for a while, and uh, we're so blessed to know you and sit underneath the ministry God's entrusted you. So thank you for taking the time to, to be with the Be Healed listening audience today. Awesome. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm excited. I'm honored. Thank you. Amen. Becca, you know, I, I, I love at times how the Lord uses you differently. Um, I love that you are not someone following a worship formula, um, but rather you're being led by the Spirit. Um, and being led by the Spirit is really how we are supposed to live the Christian life. Amen. Um, and there are times that you will worship, and it's so soft and gentle, but other times... Uh, it's not so soft and gentle. It's declarative. It's expressive. Mm. There's a shout in your worship. Um, you've written some songs, uh, upward of around 30 songs already. And uh, some of them that we worship with in our congregation 
are very sweet, uh, exalting songs of the Lord, and mm-hmm. others are just filled with strength and declaration. Could you talk with us a little bit about what you experience, especially on the altar or in songwriting, about this different expression that gets released through you? Yeah. Um, in Ephesians, it actually talks about the manifold wisdom of God. And Paul even brings how he preaches um, the whole counsel of God. So God isn't just a shepherd, right? He's king. Jesus is king. And there's this manifold aspect of him. Um, he's not just a lion, he's the lamb. He's not just a lamb, he's a lion. So worship comes from the revelation of who he is. So if he chooses to reveal himself as a lamb, that's the type of worship that's going to come forth. That's the type of song that will come forth. Um, and even melodies itself, right? There are melody that sounds very sweet. Um, no words, just melodies and 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 just the, the soundscape. I, I, I like to actually call it the soundscape itself. And there are just sounds, instrumental is very, very, it, it speaks of breakthrough. There's this breakthrough sound in, in, in the song itself. And sometimes it's just this peaceful, sweet notes and, and, and it does, it touches different in your heart, touches different in your soul, but it, it really is, it speaks of God himself. You know, he sometimes is a whirlwind. Sometimes it's just this still waters. It's a powerful thing you're saying right now, because that would mean that we can't put God in a box that we can't say we're going to sing or worship God with this style of music when that is not going to be the vehicle by which God is doing the work. Yeah. And I, I think you'd agree with me that we see that worship facilitates the work of God. It's like we're being Christ bearers, the picture of carrying a king on the shoulders. And there's, you know, those poles that would come out. We're bearing the kingship. We're we're, we're ushering him in. And that worship is like John the Baptist. He says, prepare ye the way way of the Lord. Could you talk with us? Because a lot of people don't understand the idea of worship and warfare. Because Mm. in the realm of healing, we need to understand this because when we're praying against sickness and disease, we're declaring war against it. Absolutely. And uh, there's a a piece of history in 2 Chronicles. Talk with us about that. You and I were discussing that um, because I think it captures this idea that, that it's releasing the work of God right there in that now moment. Yes. Yes. So, so this is precedent in, in the Bible, how Judah was surrounded by three nations, three armies. And um, Jehoshaphat didn't know what to do. I love that. He, he actually said it. Um, this power, we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us. But he said, we, we don't know what to do. But he said, but our eyes are on you. So he's seeking God. He's, he's looking at the Lord. And that's a good posture right there. You know, when something's too strong, whether it's addiction, whether it's oppression, whatever it is, whatever attack that you have, when something's too strong for you, you may not know what to do. You got to look at God. That's actually the key. You look at the Lord. And 
when you posture yourself, when you position yourself to look at the Lord, he's going to reveal himself. He says, the word of God says he is a a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So he's going to reveal himself when you seek him. And, and Jehoshaphat had this revelation after speaking, after seeking God, after God speaking to him to actually put the worshipers in the front, to put the singers you know, that sounds like a suicide mission. You know, who? what type of army would put forth singers, minstrels, musicians in the front instead of their, you know, Delta forces or something? You know, their SEALs, their Navy SEALs. Um, that is not a good plan for any general, any commander or chief. You, you put your best. You put your best weapons out there. But God's kingdom is different. He has a different currency. You you put worship first. You put worshipers first that will worship God. and. The song that they were singing is very actually, uh, um, it's very telling. They weren't focused on their love for God. They were focused on who God is. It says, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. So they they were putting their focus on God's love, God's mercy, not how much they love God, but they looked at God. They put his mercy and his, his love as the center point, is the centerpiece. And then as, as they were singing, in verse 22, it says, Now, when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. And if you read on the rest of the, the passage, those armies began to devour one another. And the Lord did say it, you know, I'm going to fight your battle. So worship releases something. So powerful. I mean, because that's what God needed to do in that moment. And their worship of adoration, exaltation um, was going before this this authority of God. I, I think we've got to get this because it's really easy for us to complain when things are not going well. Mm-hmm. And we see in the history of Israel that they complained after being supernaturally delivered and yeah. instead of worshiping God, they complained and mm. it didn't bring the glory of God. No. And then the worship that they offered God was false worship, yeah. worshiping a golden calf, the image of a golden calf. But here we see in Second Chronicles, um, buried in this, this history book, um, this powerful truth that says, wait, if we would turn our eyes toward God, yeah. maybe he'll be released to do more. Um, if yeah. you can turn turn with us who are listening to Matthew, I, I think this is a really great example of this in Matthew chapter six, um, because it's it's the Lord's prayer, and it's yes. <laughs> something that's so well known. But I, I don't think people are catching the Second Chronicles connection here. Yeah, um, Matthew chapter six. In uh, in verse nine, Jesus himself, the king, mm. the lion of Judah, yeah. the one whom we are to direct our worship to, says, in this manner, therefore, pray. And the first thing he says is worship. Our Amen. Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your, your name. kingdom come, your will be done Amen. on earth. As it is in heaven. The first thing was hallowing his name. Mm. 
Um, Becca, I, I, I want to talk about a, a song that, that you wrote called Only Love. Yeah. And I, I feel like the, the songs that you write, I mean, it's doing this. The, the chorus says, love unfailing. Oh, just maybe you could just sing it for us, would you? And just <laughs> give us a little taste of, of that chorus line. Yeah, um, um, because it's a powerful declaration. Okay. It goes, um, love unfailing. Oh, your love keeps giving. Only love can save. It's your love that saved me. Love transforming. Oh, your love keeps healing. Only love can free. It's your love that freed me. Oh, amen. <laughs> Talk with us about, because God has used this song that you've written, even in our local church, to accomplish the work that he has. Talk with us about what we've experienced in, in, in the church as, as yeah. people have, have lifted their hands and, and, and just come under this, this worship. It's, um, you know, th this, this, this is truly a song that was birthed out of the house. Because before I, I, I became part of your family, part of this family. I've had written songs before, but this one is one of the songs that was burst out of the house. And in fact, I actually wrote this song. I was, I was worshiping in your office, Pastor Steve, <laughs> in the church building. And I was just, you know, I was worshiping there. And then the melody came forward. And it's one of those songs that just came like in 15 minutes. And then the words just flowed. I didn't even have to fight for the words. Like I didn't have to labor so much. And I knew this was a revelation of God because um, years ago, I wanted to write something about the love of God, of the love that saved me. And it wasn't until I became part of this house <laughs> that, you know, experiencing God's love and this song came about. It took that long. It took, a, that was 2009 that I had this revelation. I need to write a song about the unfailing love of God that has saved me because I experienced it for myself. And, um, because of that revelation, not, it's not until maybe seven years, uh, from that point that the song came about and I myself experienced it. Right. And, and, um, putting it into words and being able to release it in a worship set and having people be delivered, be delivered because it's, it's not so much Yes, the melody is, 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 you know, it's just beautiful oh, to me. It's, it's beautiful, but, but it's the message of the song that brings forth the revelation uh, of this father, because actually the, the, one of the verses says, before time began, you've remained a father who gives so lavishly, you know? So this, this revelation of, of the father, of his unfailing love and this love that keeps giving and this love that keeps healing this love that transforms. So this revelation heals people's hearts. It healed my heart. I mean, I, I still, I'm still in tears when I sing my own song, which is really funny. It yeah. is almost as if someone else had written it, but yeah, it's <laughs> because you're, you're living that revelation yeah. and, and through that it's a work that's happening in you, but then that work, overflows your heart into the congregation. Yeah. And there's just something so beautiful when, <laughs> when the work of God becomes bigger than the song. 
That's like right. The 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 song, like in like in Second Chronicles, the, the the song may have begun to release it. The hallowing of the name of God starts something, but then the next thing you know, heaven is coming to earth. That's right. Amen. And, and we need to grab this. It's we we don't remain in a song. I, I want to tell everybody that you start with a song, and then you end up with the God that that That's song right. is worshiping. Yeah. And uh, yeah. now, Becca, I'm going to I'm going to take another direction here because that song you wrote, it has a structure, it has verses, it has yep. uh, a chorus, a bridge. But God is also moving with spontaneous worship. Absolutely. Amen. It isn't it isn't in a uh, it isn't in a in a in a, in a worship uh, uh, record. It, it, it just. Yeah. It's as if the spirit starts to move us mm-hmm. and a, a sound is released. Talk yeah. with us about these experiences of spontaneous worship. This this goes back again to our first part uh, of the past, um, how we got to be filled with the Holy Spirit and, and how in Ephesians you be filled with the Holy Spirit and begin to sing psalms, spiritual songs, right? When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will lead you. Like it captures you and it's, it's really the Spirit of God releasing a sound through you in the spontaneous. And um, we've had people be delivered in those moments. We weren't singing uh, pre-written songs before. We were just releasing a sound wasn't even speaking any words or singing any words. It was just the vocalization. It was just the melody that came forth and, and people were being delivered, you know, um, and, and you were, you were on the keys and, and, and uh, the sax, everything else. And, and, and the rest of the team were just releasing the sound and people were being delivered. They were being touched. People were being healed. Their hearts were being healed. It's, it's um, you cannot we've been saying this over and over again, you can't really box God. You just have to release him. You just have to be obedient with the spirit of God. If you're filled with the Holy spirit, he's going to direct you. Yeah. He's, he's gonna, I've sang notes. I thought I couldn't hit and I did it, you know, and, and I've had, um, I've had to come into a worship set where my voice was just so fatigued. And I was like, ah, there's no way I can sing certain songs and boom, <laughs> you yeah. know, it, it's, it's exciting. And, and I want to let everybody know that we're certainly speaking about our ministry, every house and, and our local church, abundant grace, but it's not so much about us. We're just using our experiences to, mm-hmm. to demonstrate and testify of the power that gets released. Mm -hmm. And when you begin to disengage from the songs that you may know, and you just begin to open your mouth Mm, and sing the sounds that God would have, it may even be uh, something that you're going to speak and not sing, but uh, let the Psalms, even in the word of God, let, let the Lord just have them released from you and you're going to feel an immediate shift. Amen. Now, you may be thinking, I'm hurting. I'm in a hospital bed right now. I I can't move. Mm-hmm. Maybe you, you, you feel absolutely terrible. Maybe the doctors just told you some terrible news and you feel like you're in prison. Well, we're giving you an antidote right here. His name mm-hmm. is Jesus. 
Come on. And the way you release him is worship. And I'm going to tell you that when you're in trouble, it is probably one of the best times of spontaneous worship yeah. uh, than ever. And, and we're going to go straight to the scriptures to show it, as we always do. Uh, Acts chapter 16. Um, Paul the Apostle is with his co-laborer Silas. And uh, they cast out a demon from a slave girl. And she was no longer able to um, make her master any more money because the demonic fortune-telling power left when the demon left. And Paul and Silas wind up in prison. And the Bible says in Acts 16, verse 24, having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. Now, before that, Paul and Silas were whipped. They were beaten with many stripes. It describes in verse 23. That means a stripe would be the line of flesh torn out of your skin from the whip. So here, Paul and Silas are beaten and they're put into the inner prison. That means there's no light. It's Mm. dark and terrible. And they're fastened their feet in the stock so they can't even move. So now they're bleeding and hurt and in pain. And I love this verse. It says in verse 25, but I love that. But at midnight, that's that's a point in time when the old day is leaving and the new dawn is coming. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were doing two things. And I love this. They were praying and they were singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. Now, they were singing hymns and they're praying. I don't think that they planned to sing that particular hymn when they woke up that morning. I don't think they prepared a worship set of songs or a playlist in Spotify. I think something was happening in them in the inner prison that caused them to break out and sing those hymns. And they began to pray. Becca, talk with us about this movement of the spirit. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, uh, the spirit must have moved them. <laughs> this is a supernatural thing because they had just gone through such trauma in their body. They were whipped. They were beaten. What, what would, just logically, what would cause somebody to sing? What would cause somebody to, to um, pray? It has to be supernatural. It has to be the Holy Spirit himself that is living inside of them, that's resonant and they have a different posture here. They they were giving glory to God even after going through such tribulation. You know, they 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 were. This, this this speaks beyond. This speaks beyond um, what we can imagine. And God honored that. God honored their gratitude, the posture of their heart, and this went straight to heaven to to God's throne, and something supernatural began to happen earthquake 
an earthquake began to, to, to happen and the foundations of the prison were shaken is what it says. And immediate, immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were, were loosened. And um, this is a picture of what worship can do. It breaks chains. It opens up prison doors. And, and um, God sees two people two people who were technically, if if you want to say it one way, oppressed, they were in bondages, but their hearts were free. Their spirits were free. Their bodies may be, may be torn up, you know, their, their, their feet, their, their, their wrist might, might be bound, but their worship was loose. It was, it was, and it was losing the chains of other people's. And I see the same progression that we've been talking about today in this episode. Second yeah. Chronicles, they praise the work of God is released. Matthew, hallowed be thy name, they praise God's work is released. Acts 16, they praised and God's power is released. They were delivered. They were let go. They And all the mm. prisoners around them were. And this is why yeah. the power of worship yeah. is so great. You get one person worshiping in truth and spirit, yeah. and the whole congregation gets freed from and loosed from bondages. Ooh. This is what's so exciting. And, and I, I want to pull in, Becca, because there's something here that I want to just cover before we close up today, because now we're getting to how to really experience healing through these principles. Mm. And the idea is that in verse 25, they didn't just sing. They prayed. They prayed. And they sang. Becca, describe to us practically if somebody is in their home and they're sick, what would it look like to worship and pray for healing? look at um what jesus says in this manner pray you know he actually said that in this manner pray but then he brings brings this this revelation worship so they they gotta they they go together prayer and worship actually goes together you you first posture yourself to look at god just like jehoshaphat that's what he did he i don't know what to do these enemies are too strong for me, but I'm going to look at you. So when you begin to worship God, you pray, right? Like, Lord, help me. You know, you may begin like that. God, I'm sick. Help me. But then there's God actually gives you what you can do. Okay. Hallow his name. Look at his name. When you begin to worship God, uh, you, 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 when you begin to hallow his name, you're setting your mind to look at who he is because his name reveals his identity. You know, um, he said, I am that I am. I am the great I am. That, that's that's the name that God says to, to Moses, you know. And I love the fact that when he says, I am, and then when you actually repeat, I am, you're actually talking about yourself too. I am healed. There's, there's something, there's this progression here. When you, when you look at God, something happens to you. You know, Paul says, um, we are transformed when we behold him. When you look at him, something begins to transform. Something begins to happen in your soul. Faith begins to arise when you look at the Lord. And, and faith, you know, how many times Jesus says, your faith has made you whole, right? Your faith has freed you, has saved you. Um, but faith 
only can happen when you look at something else, when you look at the Lord, because he is the author of your faith. Okay, so what you're saying is first we have to turn our eyes on Jesus. Yeah. Release who he is, which starts to nurture our faith. Mm-hmm. And we start to get pulled out of our circumstances and into his realm. Absolutely. What do we do next? Should we begin to now declare and release healing in that environment? Yes. Yes. And that's how the Lord, that's how the Lord created the world. He had to speak, you know, he released something into motion and, 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 and in Isaiah, it says he set forth his word and he healed them. Right. So in the word of God, it literally, in order for God to heal us, he has to speak it. That's actually in the word of God. God says that. So there are songs that speaks about healing that you declare. It's, it's, it's a song, but it's also a prayer at the same time. You know, like where you release this reality, you release this reality of God is the healer of his people. You release a, this reality that God reigns. He reigns over every sickness. He reigns over sin. He reigns over, over any weakness. You begin to put it in your tongue. And, and, and Hebrews even talk about that praise is a fruit of your lips. And, you know, a fruit is something that you enjoy, right? So um, you get to benefit from your own praise. You get to other people gets to, to actually benefit, to taste that fruit, of yeah. someone else's lips. Yeah, and this is part of the blessing of worship because we know that God is not a vain, arrogant father. No. It's worship is allowing us to be brought into the reality of who he is. That's yep. Before we pray today, I, I want to give a very practical scriptural illustration of this in the Old Testament in Psalm 103. Uh, because you were describing this that you know, Psalms are are songs, but also mm-hmm. it's the word of God. And the word of God is released. Well, Psalms are an intersection of worship and obviously the precepts of God all Mm -hmm. put together and even for healing. And this is only one of them. And it says in verse one, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Wow, that sounds like Matthew chapter six. (laughs) Hallow his name. Verse two. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities, who heals Heals. all your diseases, Mm. who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. David is literally singing about the truth that's declared in other parts of the word of God. This is a heavenly intersection. I want to tell you, everybody, if you you put the recipe of glory together, it's going to have worship, it's going to have prayer, and it's going to have the word at the center of it. And you put those three things together. Let's say it again. Worship, 
the word and prayer, you put them mm. together, you're going to have a holy fire. You're mm. going to release a holy power and you're going to release the healing power of God. Speak Amen. over your body and declare, I will That's not right. forget all the benefits of my God. My yeah. God is a healer. He is Jehovah yeah. Rofi. He is a redeemer. He is my El Shaddai, my mm -hmm. Elohim. He's my righteousness. He's Jehovah's Sidkenu, and he's the healer of all my diseases. And he is the forgiver of all my iniquity. You can begin to pray like that, declaring the word. And the next thing you know, you're breaking out into a spontaneous song. You're breaking out into spontaneous prayer. Don't feel self-conscious, flow in the anointing of God, flow in the anointing of God's word. And before you know it, your spirit will be singing new songs. Amen. Does it not say to sing a new song? Does the scripture not say to declare his righteousness and his goodness? Amen. It does. Becca, I'm going to ask you right now to go ahead and I want you to pray for healing. I want you to worship God right now with your prayer. Speak the word over them. And I want to tell you, we're going to do something at the end of this podcast. We're going to bring you into one of our recent worship sets, times of worship for spontaneous worship, and allow uh, Becca's prayer for healing uh, to just flow into a, a beautiful uh, worship that was spontaneous and unplanned completely. And you could hear the sound and just rest in knowing that your healing is taking place. God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We, we worship you. We praise you, God. We, we know who you are, Lord God, you are good and you are faithful. Even when we are faithless, you are good, Lord. You're still good. And you're still God, Lord. We come to you and we set our eyes on you, Lord God. We remember who you are. We remember what you've done. We remember the cross. We remember the resurrection. We remember your blood, God. So, Lord, we declare that which the blood has won for us, God. We declare freedom, freedom over your people. We declare liberty over your people. We declare what you've already done for us, God. It is finished. So, Father, whatever oppression that's keeping them from knowing, seeing, experiencing you, we command it to go in the name of Jesus. We declare that the cross is stronger. We declare that the blood is stronger. Lord, it's, it's stronger than their shame. It's stronger than their sins. It's stronger, Lord God. It's stronger than their weaknesses, Lord God. We declare it now in the name of Jesus Christ. Be free and be loose to worship him. We speak against any type of oppression that is oppressing you right now. Be broken in the name of Jesus. We speak healing, God. We declare healing in their bodies, healing for their emotions, healing for their mind, healing for their soul, God. Now, in the name of Jesus Christ. Let your kingdom come now, God, not not an hour later, but right now as they're listening, it must come now. Let your will be done now in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for joining the Be Healed podcast. 
I'm going to leave you to go right into this beautiful sound of worship. May the Lord bless you, keep you. We look forward to seeing you and hearing from you next week. God bless you. Amen. Amen. He is risen. He is risen. That's the victory of the message of the gospel. That death could not hold him. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. In his house, he moves when there's faith. Don't be of a double mind. Tremble at his word. Thank you for listening to the Behold podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett. And you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone. And you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. 
There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.